ladies and gentlemen, it's that time. Put those earbuds in, turn up the volume, because it's the time for another edition of Double Take Sports Talk with the Watch Brothers right now. All right, let's go. Alright, uh week Ooh, I could say week thirteen. Week fourteen. <laughs> For all the obvious reasons. Right. Um Week 14 is in the books. Um, there is one thing that I want your thought on that I got to get. Yep. And it was um, Patrick Mahomes. Now. Ooh, yeah, yeah. There's a lot yeah. of people chiming in about this, and I just want to hear your thought process about it. Mm-hmm. Um, well, how do you feel about Patrick Mahomes' outrage uh, in their loss against the Bills well, last funny. week? Well, it's funny you mentioned that. Um, I've seen some people actually say they lost respect from Patrick Mahomes. I've seen that. There are some people, yeah, there's some people that also says that uh, he has every right to be angry. I've seen that too. Mm-hmm. So, this is this is my whole thought on the whole thing there's a certain time and place to show anger and frustration there's a place and a time where you know where your emotions you know has to be in check now in this in particular situation to me it looked like that one side says, I don't blame you for being that angry because I don't blame you for being, you know, enragingly upset because of how the circumstances happened. Yes. Okay. We got a guy that was offsides all damn game. Okay. All damn game. And so you decide to call it right down to the wire. When you could have been in control, the referees could have been in control of this the whole entire game. Four times the refs had opportunities to call offsides. At any point in the game, besides uh this one here in the fourth quarter going down to the wire. And you decide to call it right there. And for him to get that frustrated in that situation, the one says, yes, I don't blame you. You have every right to be frustrated, but at the same time, it's just a point in time where, you know, you do have to hold your emotions. And and he kind of blamed it, like, it kind of made it seem like he was blaming, like, getting frustrated at the Buffalo Bills in it, and they had nothing to do with it. But at the end of the day, as he ended up being held accountable and you know, look back on it, you know, those type of things, he ended up changing his whole attitude about it. But that is to me like one thing leads to another. 
it'd be the same way with us when we're when we were out there and we was hooping and people making these all these ridiculous calls and they were the one at the like they were the referees and that just it, it, it's frustrating. It's beyond frustrating on their behalf. Well, let me let me just share this then. I just so happened and it was very unintentional. But I mm-hmm. don't know why it happened. I just so happened to open an app and I happened to see Undisputed with uh, Skip Bayless and Michael Irvin and um, uh, uh, Keyshawn Johnson and, and I forgot, I think it was... Uh, Richard Sherman. Richard Sherman, thank you. Uh, and they was talking about Patrick Mahomes and Michael Irvin was just wrapping up his comments and I don't know why I opened the app at that time because that's when Skip Bayless started to speak. Yeah, and help us all. Exactly. He proceeded to say, and I'm paraphrasing this, he lost all respect for him because he had a childlike personality when it came down to that last uh, few minutes of the game. He had this mm-hmm. um, uh, temper tantrum. Uh, you know, he started doing this damn comparison between Tom Brady and Patrick Mahomes and, and all of these other great quarterbacks and, and, and how they matured and did this and did that. It's like, how dare you call this call on my home oh, field? Wow. How dare you call this call on our home turf and this and that oh, wow. and yada, yada, yada. And I'm just sitting there like, swipe. I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's let's, right. Let's, I don't blame you that one. Exactly. So let me just say what I got to say real quick, and I'm just going to be very brief as I can. When you have a situation like that, Mm -hmm. okay, it's one thing to hold your emotions. But if you are holding your emotions during the game, it's hard for you to not concentrate. We hear it all the time. You got to have psychotherapy in order for you to get your thoughts off your chest and to be able to move on and do what you do. We've watched it with Peyton Manning with Jeff Saturday and that damn entire office alignment. Now, their arguments did not turn for the worse. It turned for the better. Okay, at the end of the day. It did. Okay. And sometimes you have to release that type of emotions. I still respect Patrick Mahomes to this day. As a quarterback, I respect him to the max for uh, not holding back. Right, showing Mm -hmm. that emotion. But mm-hmm. at the same time, I will say that was a very rash decision to trash the referees, even though that they did call what they called right there after they had worked hard on that play to do what mm-hmm. they do. Um, to to uh, uh, I don't know, get the first down, get touchdown, whatever. Well, I don't remember. It was a touchdown. Touchdown. Not a touchdown. Yeah. So to have that being pulled back was mm-hmm. a second chance to be able for you to to make something right. But right. focusing on that one thing should have been, okay, I'm holding the office in line and accountable and moving on. Okay. And, and I know that that is uh, easier said than done. It's very easier said than done. And I get that. But at the end of the day, I do not look at it as somebody like Skip Bayless would say, and, and, and let me, let me say this. How dare Skip Bayless compare Patrick Mahomes to Tom Brady? Patrick Mahomes didn't cheat to get his two damn championships like Tom Brady did his seven or eight. Right. Okay. Absolutely. And I am frustrated with these comparisons that 
people tend to make amongst others when it comes down to criticism and trying to show oh, yeah. what one side could do versus the other. Everybody has their fucking moments. Knock it off. I agree. I agree. You know, knock it off. I agree. We can't you can't keep doing that. And it, it and that's why I don't watch Skip Bayless. I had to stop I've been stopped watching Skip Bayless ever since he's been disrespecting Shannon Sharp the way he has, but that's just a whole nother thing, a whole nother time. But right. I just need to share that I still respect Patrick Mahomes uh, winning two Super Bowl championships. I do not dispute what he did, except the fact that it was a rash decision to um, uh, go off on the reps like that right then and there. You still had a game to play. You still could have turned to the round. You still could have won the game. I agree. You did. I agree. And, you did in the championship the, round. You did that exactly. exact thing in the championship round. You know, you with did. blown coverages, y'all went right back out there, marched, and won the game. To go to the Super Bowl should have been no different here. Should have been no different. And, and like I said earlier, it's like the referees had four or five opportunities to call mm -hmm. those calls. Right. The same calls. Right. The same calls. Right. And you sit there, and, and that's why I'm frustrated with the refs because y'all decide to call it right down to the end of the wire. Right. You know, y'all call it there. You're like, y'all should have been calling this when it first happened. See, and that's what br brings back what you said a while ago, that they really need to be looked back in. They need to be looked at for gambling with games. Yes, they do. Because, because that right this, there shows that gamble. Been, that right exactly. there shows that something been, in relation to that. Yep, that could have been um, that could have been something that uh could have been part of the whole, you know, uh, bet spread on mm -hmm. right on that, and exactly. it's like, yeah, okay, G -g yeah, they got to do better than this. They they got to be looked into because that ain't cool. No, it's just not cool that you know if refs do that, then they can actually control the game as the way it is when it comes down to the betting on the games. Mm -hmm. It's the same. It's the same, dear. All right. Scores. Ready? Let's do it. Thursday night, New England, Pittsburgh. New England won 21 to 18. I don't know what happened there, but okay. Uh, Sunday games. Tampa Bay and Atlanta. Tampa Bay, 29 to 25 in the NSC South Showdown. Indianapolis and Cincinnati. Cincinnati, 34 to 14. I don't know what happened to the coast of the second half, but they just said we just got to pack up at halftime and get on the bus and head on home. Uh, Jacksonville and Cleveland. Cleveland, 31 to 27. Uh, the Texans and the Jets. Jets, 30 to 6. The Rams and the Ravens, 37 to 31. In overtime, Baltimore. <coughs> Excuse me. One second. I'm trying to get past this. This shit ain't easy. Um, no, it's not. Carolina and New Orleans. New Orleans, 28 to 6. And in an interesting game, <clears throat> uh, Minnesota and Las Vegas, Minnesota three to nothing. They said, I think that's that was the this was the first game that has went scoreless going into the fourth quarter. I want to say said, oh, nine, was it 1997? Oh, something like that. Yeah. Something of that nature. Don't quote me on that, but I believe it was in the 90s. Um, Seattle and San Francisco. San Francisco, 28 to 16. Buffalo and Kansas City. We just talked about that game. Buffalo, 20 to 17. Uh, Denver and the uh, Chargers. 
uh, in the ASC West Showdown, Denver 24-7. And the NFC East Showdown, the Philadelphia Eagles and the Dallas Cowboys on Sunday Night Football, Dallas 33-13. And the two Monday night games, Green Bay and the Giants. The Giants 24 to 22 and Tennessee and Miami. Tennessee 28 to 27. <coughs> Excuse me. Oh, I've been battling sore throats, so it's been very di- and I've been drinking heavily and liquid heavily and I still feel like I can't 100% talk all the way like I want to. Can't shake it. Oh, no. Can't shake it. Don't know why. Can't shake it. Done everything I could. Even Ricola's. Now, Ricola's helped, but then it just... One reason for that. Just one. One reason for the reason why it stopped working. I can imagine. I don't have any more. That's the only reason why it stopped working. Don't. Man, are you... Don't even. Don't. Don't act like you wouldn't eat that like that either. You know, Ricolas are very addictive. They are worse than pistachio nuts. I cannot believe that you... You just got them things a day and a half ago. (laughs) Just a day and a half ago. Oh, help us all. Hold us all. If it's any constellation, I just finished it today. That's even worse. Hold on there. Only had one left. Yesterday I had three left. Uh huh. You should have been figuring that out. You should have been stretching that shit out from the beginning. Well, I thought I would be. Well, I thought I, thought I would be better after that, but apparently, as you can see, I'm struggling. Yeah, yeah. you're struggling. You're struggling. Oh, help us. Help us all. I know. Mm. It's a struggle, mm. and I don't know what to do. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's pretty bad. I don't. Uh, in Madden 24 results, uh, I had talked about, we had uh, seen the final score for the Rams and the Ravens. The Ravens won 37-31 to in overtime. Yeah. Um, I won with the Rams 35-26. to Now, that game almost... Went into overtime, but I went ahead and scored the go-ahead touchdown to win that game. So if you want to see that on YouTube, you can check it out there. Baltimore and the Ravens, or Baltimore and the Rams, uh, Week 14. You can check that out on yep. YouTube. No doubt. No doubt. Cut out, cut out all the play calls and all of that. Just strictly game only, and that's that's that. So. No currency errors, thank God. Um, the Cardinals had uh, the week off, so that saved a lot. But <clears throat> uh, I think that's it for me. I think that's all I have. Well, other than I will just say really quick, I think um, Matt Stafford threw uh, th- 253 yards, three touchdowns, and four interceptions. Uh, Cam Akers rushed for 138 yards and two touchdowns on 27 carries. And Cooper Cup had uh, 96 96 yards on nine catches and a touchdown. That was Madden 24, not real life. That that was Madden 24. I have no idea what they did in Madden. I I had no idea what they did in real life. 
that would be, you know what? What did they do? I want to compare it really quick. Let's compare it. Um, Matt Stafford. Wow. Oh, wow. (laughs) Uh, Matt Stafford uh, threw 294 yards at three touchdowns, but no picks. Damn. Very close. Um, Oh, wait. Yeah, so that means. Hold on. Let me make sure I got this right. Um. Oh, hold on. Wrong one. Sorry. No wonder. Didn't make sense. Help us all. Yeah, that didn't look right. So now it makes sense. Now that was actually a whole nother game that I did not mean to share. Um. Real life, Matt Stafford threw two hundred ninety-four yards, three touchdowns, twenty-three for forty-one. Um. That's the same damn stat. I know. That's real life. Um, my game, I threw 335 yards, two touchdowns, four picks on 31 for 41. Hmm. So, uh, Cooper Cup, real life, eight receptions, 115 yards and a touchdown. Uh, in Madden, he had 135 catches. I mean, 135, oh God, 135 catches. 135 Ooh. yards and a touchdown on 11 catches eerie and then yeah no kidding cam Akers, which do not play for <coughs> do not play for the rams i'm going to use kyron williams in place of him he rushed for 114 yards no touchdowns on 25 uh carries while um in my game cam Akers had 34 carries on 198 yards and two touchdowns Ooh, he was close to 200. Mm-hmm. Two yards away from 200. Well, yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. That's all I have. Okay. Before I get to my part with 2K, I just want your thoughts on a couple things. The first one yeah, is... I don't know if I can even give any thoughts at this point. Yeah. We gonna try anyway. Go for it. The in-season tournament. What's your thoughts with the final two teams? I was impressed. Uh, the Lakers or the Pacers? I was impressed, but not surprised. Agreed. Yeah. I was impressed, but not surprised. I said that if they would get past Milwaukee, they would get past anybody that goes uh, to the tournament. But apparently it's one of because those the things. Because the Lakers had different stories and different plans. Well, it's one of those things where you always – you know, have the high expectations, and I didn't have a high expectations for the Pacers to even win. But no, it was just it. one of those things where it was just like it was exciting for them to actually do something because it looked like that they wasn't going to go anywhere at all, even going into this end season no. tournament. No, I think it was just a little boost of motivation, and hopefully that it would be a boost of you know the rest of the season going into the playoffs and. Excuse me, Agus. See how about going about that. So, but that's my thoughts. Okay, I agree with that. I'm trying to find something, but I agree that they uh, like it wasn't even. It wasn't even really close, even though that we had different thoughts because of us being hometown team. And a lot of people outside 
on the outside looking in was like, I don't know, the pace is looking pretty solid. This was even before they faced Milwaukee. Like they could take this all the way. And we was like, oh, whoa, okay, hold on. Slow your roll. Slow your roll. Right. That that don't necessarily mean anything. But then there, it took a turn. And it was a very good turn. Yeah. So I'm I'm still impressed with the Pacers. Mm-hmm. I'm impressed with what they did, regardless to um their losing outcome against the Lakers. I'm impressed. Right. Second thing, what are your thoughts about? You know, we talked about this before, but it's a, it has extended far well. What do you? Th- what's your thoughts so far now with the, the the Detroit Pistons? I think they've lost either twenty or twenty one in a row. They are now twenty. And, I think they are now two and twenty one. Yeah, since you since you brought that up. I'm just going to give it to y'all straight. In my 2K game, my record with the Portland Trailblazers is just about equivalent to the Detroit Pistons. So, me speaking on the behalf, not on the behalf, but me speaking in the opinion of Monty Williams and what the Detroit Pistons are looking like, all I'm going to say is, is give it time. Just give it time. Yeah, this is a Things t- <laughs> this is a team that I believe uh I think could turn it turn it around, but I think it would be too late when they turn it around. But I think that they need to get used to Monty Williams and his coaching style. I agree. I really do. I agree. I really do. But I could be, you know, just reaching with this, but I just believe they need to understand his philosophy, understand his mm-hmm. his style, because you see mm-hmm. him as a good coach, not only with the Hornets, but with the Suns, and he got the potential. But the yeah, one thing that needs to Look happen is that those players need to really hear him, and they really need to apply, is how I feel. But And it's kind of like you're re- rebuilding the team. You got, you know, second year, third year man. You got rookies, mm-hmm. you know. And the only thing that I think that really needs to really speak out to that is that they need a veteran, a veteran that can, you know, uh, understand Monty Williams also. Mm-hmm. That is right. the most important right there. They just need a veteran. And when they get that right veteran, now I'm not Saying, I'm not saying that some of the veterans there, you know, are not worth it, but they need the veteran that can actually be veterans. That, to me, is way more important, too. This is why they are 2-21, mm-hmm. to say the least, right. with their recent loss coming to the pace. Right. So, I believe that's a I, division, division rival. That's a division. That's a division, yep. Yeah. Yep, that's the division. So, <clears throat> yeah, so things are hitting kind of differently. So, okay, real quick, I just mentioned giving the uh, straight three and twenty-three. It's it sucks, but for me to win three games, it was felt pretty good. Uh, all three of those wins came in uh, uh, three or uh, three or less points. 
crunch time, decision time. And of course, those uh, games are also, I think, two of them. Nope, three of them. Four of them. Well, they're all pretty much available on YouTube. You want to watch it, except for the 14th one. So, y'all want to check those out. Y'all check them out. They're there. And how nail-biting they are. Actually, it was five games. That was, I think it was three or five games. And I'm also at the bottom of the uh, rankings for points per game. I'm practically the only one that is at 101 points per game. All the other teams are 110 plus. And I have a mini magician badge. And I can't hit a mid-range shot for shit. (laughs) I can't hit a three-point shot for shit. Oh man, the frustration of a mid-range facilitator and trying to pull up jumpers and trying to improve. Yeah, just just try to make a difference. Just try to make a difference. Here. As we speak right now, I am only shooting 23% from the damn court. 23. Even. 23. Everybody else. 38. 35. 86. All that good shit. Enjoyable. I am also only shooting 5%. Point close. 0.2% from the three point arc. 0.2.2. Yeah, you heard that. I never even heard of that. Wow. Okay. Let me give you in depth. The reason why I am 0.2% is because I am 5 for 79 from three point land. Can I ask a random question? I don't want to hear your random question. Why not? I don't think I'm really interested at this point. Why not? Okay, I'll tell you what. Go ahead with the question. Here's my random question. Why are you pulling up so many threes? Take your pick. 67 for 291 from the court or 5 for 79 from the court? Which which ones I've done more of? 
mid-range shots based on your attempts. And the points in the paint is where all my shots are coming from. What's wrong with that? There's nothing wrong with it. Just my whole point is is that I can't hit a mid-range shot for shit. Nor can I not hit a three-point shot for shit. So that's my question. Why are you taking so many threes? 79? Do you hear the desperation that's coming out of my mouth? Desperation. I got another rather question. What's your three-point rating? Good question. Good question. Seventy-five. So let's go back to that question. Why are you taking so many threes? Okay. So you got. I'm overall rating for mid-range shooting and a 75 from three points. Now, sometimes both of them are 75? No, my mid-range is 80. Three-point shot is uh, 75. Mm-hmm. When you have a pick-a-pop and you have an opportunity to shoot the wide-open shot, that's what I do, whether it's a mid-range shot or a three-point shot. So when I fade, sometimes I'll fade to the mid-range shot or I'll fade to the three-point shot. Depending on how open I am. And most of the times, I have very less space when I pop out to not easily get to mid-range to fade. But I have to Fade out to the three point line to take the open shot. That's just sometimes. Even if I did a mid range shot, half the time still ain't going in. I just heard the stat. I ain't even double digits. I am double digits for uh, field goals made, but that was just attacking the basket. Point to the paint. That's what usually what you're best at. Attacking the basket? Yes, I am. I am, but I'm still good with the mid-range percentage. But this stupid—I will never forgive 2K for this. Their shot meter sucks. Now you that me? I agree with. That I They're agree with. Fucking, yes, it yes. sucks. Yes, it I cannot did. stand it. Yes, I can't I stand agree. it. I agree. It's horrible. I agree. I can't get nothing off. It's like I don't even have much of a window. The 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 green meter sits all the way at the top of the fucking shot meter. And it's horrible. I hate it. I'm like, what happened to where it was like almost like a a fourth of a way up. Not even a fourth of a eighth of a way up. What happened to that? Y'all got it all the way up there like it's a fucking gas tank. What sister? How do make sense can, of this shit? It looks like you can barely see that. I can't even see my green lights. Especially for an 80 and a 75 rating. And it's like that for my free throws. I'm an 83 uh, or 88. Actually, I'm an 88. 
still can't. I could barely see that green light. I think the only thing you could really see it is through your uh, close shot practices. No, close and close shots and range. close shots. Yeah, because you. It's must insane. Have, you must have a high rating on your shot close. No, it's the same as my three point shots. Seventy five. Yes. You maxed yes. that out. Yeah, I maxed everything out. The only thing I didn't max out was my defense. Now, mm. my in now my interior defense and steals are a eighty. Everything else is still down there. I'm sorry, a seventy five. It's a seventy five. Hmm. But it still needs improvement. Believe it. Mm. I still got to get my physicals together too. So it's horrible. I pray. Yeah, no, I, I would too. I'm a 91 overall rating. You definitely got to work on that defense. Yeah, I'm working on it now as we speak. But yeah, in this case, that's all I've had myself. But before we get out of here, I was going to tell you this while you were sitting in my room, but I decided to wait. It was literally right before you came into the room. So, firstly, I'm giving, uh, now I normally do this, but I haven't done this in a long time. I normally give a shout out, you know, to, you know, certain individuals that, you know, that I'm impressed with when it comes down to anything, rather if it's gaming, rather if it's, you know, something that they're doing in their own and stuff like that. Normally I give them a shout out. I'm giving a shout out, but that's the reason why I'm giving a shout out. Special shout out to uh to Steve the Gamer, aka Steve O'Connor Stephen O'Connor. But I'm not shouting him out for the in particular reason because of uh his gaming and how he do his game and stuff like that, which is phenomenal, by the way. It's still phenomenal. He's good, he's awesome, he's phenomenal. But I'm shouting him out for this reason. And I found this, and I was very crunk when I saw this. Right before we did this podcast, I was watching a little bit of his live stream. And I'm watching his live stream and he uh, was was playing and he was in it. He, you know, it's just no Magali Ogali just having a good time. Next thing you know, the lights come on. He's looking like, what the? And some dude just popped up behind him. And I'm looking, I said, now who the fuck is this? And I couldn't recognize. It was tough. I couldn't see because, you know, you see how his two cameras are and they're pretty small when you when you see him, it's pretty small. I looked, I said, now who is this? And I sat there and he was like, hold on, y'all. He was crunked. He was happy as hell. He was like, I'll be back, y'all. I, I got to do this. So they shook up that, talked a little bit, took a picture together, and he came back on. But before they took the picture, he comes on and he introduced himself. And I see why he was. Coming to find out, DDP crashed his stream. 
Dallas Diamond Page. Are you serious? Yes, man. This DD. That DDP. Yes. <laughs> I can't make this shit up, man. He crashed his stream. I was crunked. I was crunked. Wow. I. <laughs> Bro. Oh, God. Bro. I, How apparently did he know he just DDP anyway? They just met. I don't know how that happened, though. Literally, they just met. Okay, so then there's my other question. How did in the hell did he get in? I know it was through a damn door, but how did he get in? I don't know. No, not in the stream. He actually came into his office. I know. Definitely. I don't know. I have no clue. I guess they met for the first time. I guess that was just part of his little surprise, I guess. So it's like, I was crocked, man. I was like, damn. <laughs> DDP? Yeah, man. I was crocked. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I tell you, he knows the WCW and WWE. Yeah, he do. Yeah, he do. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Insane. I like that. Man, bro, I'm watching that shit again. I don't even know if he's still on now, but I gotta look at it again. That was that was amazing. Yeah, yeah, and I want to see it too when you do. Yeah. Oh yeah, no doubt, no doubt. But I had to say that I got to give a shout out to him. He, yeah, phenomenal. That's just good stuff. Mm-hmm. All right, so I'm done here. Is there anything else we could wrap this up and get on out of here? Mm-hmm. All right, so that's it for us. Uh, thank you for uh, listening, watching, or whatever. Uh, we appreciate everyone's time. Of course, you can check out our YouTube channel here uh, at the Double Take Sports Talk. Got the gaming channel. We appreciate everyone's support um, at uh, the Watch Brothers. And of course, social media, uh, X and Instagram is at DTSD2414 and Instagram, uh, the Watch Brothers. But until then, I'm Daryl. There's right across from me. Yep. All right, catch up with us on another one. Thanks again. Until then, ciao. Ciao.